Hello and welcome to the Relationship Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we're talking about the human void. Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> welcome to the show today. Um, I have to talk to y'all about this concept. I heard my coach, Jody Moore, talk about it. It's something I've actually thought about for a very long time. And I realized how much it impacts relationship anxiety. So if you're like, what is the human void? Should I really listen to this? How is this relevant to relationship anxiety? Hang in there. You got to hear this one. Now, before we get into it, I just have to share a client win from this week because it was so fun. Last week's podcast, I talked about setbacks. And if you haven't had a chance yet, you'll definitely want to go listen to that episode. But pretty much I talk a lot about how important it is not necessarily having a moment where we feel like we haven't done as good or maybe like we feel like we are progressing with our anxiety and we feel like we had a setback. What's important is how we choose to respond after that moment and what we decide to do with it. And that maybe that setback is really just part of your progress forward. One of my clients, after listening to this podcast, she actually heard it on a day that she was feeling pretty anxious and she was starting to get down on herself and being like, I made so much progress, what's going on? And realized, hey, I don't need to beat myself up here. I'm going to be gentle on myself. And was started talking more kindly to herself, went home that night and did a spa day for herself. And next day was decided I'm going to have a good day and set that intention and totally flipped it around. So super fun to see that like being put into practice, taking a moment of getting really anxious and not beating yourself up and using it as an opportunity to just keep moving forward. So fun. All right. We're going to talk about the human void. What is the human void? All of us as humans tend to always kind of feel like something is missing. Like there's something else that we need. So this could be anything from, you know, maybe you've been working all day and in the back of your mind, you just hear your brain chattering and being like, I want to, let's take a break. Let's go watch a show. Like, that'll be so fun. Let's just relax. And, you know, you keep focusing on your job, keep doing the work, but inside are kind of like, oh, I can't wait to just get home and relax and hang out. And so then you finally get home and start relaxing and watching your show. And then in the back of your brain, it's kind of like, oh, it's, it's a little cold in here. Or we're a little bit hungry. We should go get some popcorn. And then maybe you go get some popcorn and then you start eating it. And then your brain's like, oh, this popcorn's gotten a little bit cold. It's not as warm as it was. And on and on, our brain will go. It's that little voice that no matter what we're doing is always a little bit incontent with whatever the thing is. And We see this from a very, very young age. Like even as little as toddlers telling us that they want certain things and then we give them a toy and they're like, no, I wanted that toy or no, I wanted this, right? It doesn't ever seem quite good enough. 
Or when we think about when we're in high school or, you know, maybe junior high and you were like, I just want to start high school. And you finally start high school. And you're like, I just want to be like, I don't want to be a freshman anymore. I want to be a sophomore. I want to be able to drive. And then it's like, I just want to be in college. And then when we're in college, it's like, I just really wish I had someone to date. And then maybe we find someone to date and we're like, oh, but I just wish he was a little bit different or he was a little bit better. Or I just wish, you know, that he showed me he loved me more or maybe that we were ready to get engaged. And on and on our brain goes. Our brain is always kind of looking for the next thing and slightly a little bit incontent with what's happening currently. Now, I know you. some of you maybe have had this experience and think something's wrong with you, that you shouldn't be so negative or constantly have thoughts about how things aren't good enough or wanting something to be just a little bit different. But I want you to know, this is human nature. This is our brains. Our brains are wired to improve things, to look for what's wrong and fix it. It's how we grow. It's how we progress. And what this looks like on a day-to-day basis isn't always useful, necessarily. Our brain looking for what's wrong or for danger back in the day helped us survive. But now we all live fairly comfortable lives. Assuming you're listening to this podcast, relatively, you're probably not worrying about shelter or food every day. So safety is good. Physically, we're okay. But our brain still has that same software scanning for what's wrong and what's missing and maybe how we're not safe. And it just picks up on the tiniest little things. So naturally going throughout our day, our brain is kind of like nitpicking little things or big things and just wishing it could be different. And nothing is wrong with you for this. I mean, this is really truly part of human nature. Now, many of us have lived our life believing that Once we get to a certain point, that void or that sense of emptiness or something's missing will go away. That once we finally achieve a certain thing, that then we're going to feel full and content and complete. And, you know, as I described different things growing up, you might have had different phases of wanting different things, but most of us, Probably since the age that we could watch Disney and see the princess fall in love with the prince, started formulating this idea that once we found the person we were going to spend our happily ever after with, we wouldn't feel that void anymore. That that emptiness was going to go away. And that then we were going to feel complete once we met that person. So now, maybe you're in that phase of dating and looking for someone and still kind of longing for that and thinking that's going to fix everything and make you feel better. But some of us that are in relationships with very good, healthy partners that we love and adore still feel that little bit of something's missing. 
we still have that human sense of I'm needing something else. And if you've led your whole life believing once you find that relationship, that that voice in your head that's constantly complaining or nitpicking things is going to just go away magically once you find your person, it can create relationship anxiety. Because now we're like, oh no, I still feel a little bit of emptiness. I still feel like something's missing. Oh my gosh, it must mean I'm with the wrong person. Or it must mean my partner doesn't really love me. It must mean we need to hurry and get engaged. We need to hurry and get married. Or it means I need to hurry and break up. I need to go find someone else so that this void is gone. And now maybe you've had moments in your relationship where that void isn't there. Maybe part of the honeymoon phase where you just had moments of feeling so complete and content with your partner. Or maybe you didn't even really have much of a honeymoon phase, but maybe you have a date or a vacation together or just a moment walking out in nature where you look at your partner and everything just feels really perfect. You might have small, tiny moments where for just a second, the void gets quiet. The brain chatter of something being wrong or not good enough or missing kind of doles away and we're able to just really feel content and complete in that moment. But then naturally, that chatter comes back up. The brain wanting more or thinking something's missing. Even on the date, little moments like, oh, but this restaurant is a little cold or the food I ordered wasn't that great or yeah, this date's been good, but what about the next one? What if I don't enjoy the next one, right? That chatter will kind of come back again. And in the presence of this loving, healthy human relationship, we are forced to face the reality that even though we believed our whole life finding someone amazing would delete that void, we're forced to face the reality that it's still there. That we still have moments of feeling empty or feeling like something's missing or something's gone wrong with our lives. And we may try to shove that reality away and say, no, I'm going to hurry and try and fix my partner. We're going to try to get engaged. We're going to make sure he loves me and move this forward. And, and then I won't feel this void. Or I'm going to go find someone else and then I'm not going to feel this void, right? We maybe deny it and try to continue looking and searching for something more. Only to have arrived at the same place once again. A new level of commitment in our relationship or a new relationship altogether only to find our brain is still not fully content. So what do we do? How do we as humans navigate being in relationships with this constant need for something else with our brain looking for flaws and wanting something more 
So I think the first thing is to be able to identify this is what you're experiencing and labeling it for what it is. Like recognizing, oh, okay, this is this is me being human. Like this part of me that always feels like something's missing. Like when I was in high school and thought it meant I need to I was ready to go to college and that would fix it or the part of me that thought I need to get in a relationship to fix it or I needed to get out of a relationship to fix it. Being able to own, okay, yeah, this is part of me being a human with a brain. And as I said, I think part of it is because of the way our brain is designed for improvement and survival. But also, I believe from a spiritual sense that this void is part of this life. That part of the reason we feel it is because we long for heaven. Because this earth isn't our real home. And we know deep down like that there is more for us and more that we're meant to do and more to who we are than just this life that God has a more divine purpose for us and that heaven is our home, not earth. And I think a part of us knows that and a part of us misses it and longs for that. C.S. Lewis actually talks in his book about how one of his books, (laughs) I can't tell you which one, but my husband and I were talking about this other day, how we all have that same sense of emptiness. He's pretty much talking about the void, but that how we might have moments on earth where a relationship seems so good or so perfect, but then we start seeing things that are missing or things that we're wanting to be different. And that basically like those moments of everything being so good, those tiny perfect moments where the void is quiet, are just little windows into heaven. Glimpses of beyond this life. That the, the things that we're working towards right now, the relationships, the family that we're building, is just a shadow of what it can be in the life to come. That our relationship is limited and imperfect and earthly. But in those tiny moments where the void is quiet are the moments where we're getting a glimpse of heaven. So rather than being angry at yourself for part of this being our experience, is being able to acknowledge it, but then also really soak in those moments where the void is quiet. Those moments where you just feel so perfectly happy and content. And no, they don't happen a lot. Yes, they are far and few between and fleeting. But when they do, letting yourself sit in them. And not just in your relationship, just throughout life. Like, I had a morning the other week where it was just walking outside and there was fog and it was early and everything seemed so quiet and peaceful and the birds were chirping and the air was crisp and everything about that moment just felt perfect. And what I did was just allowed myself to soak it up. 
and just appreciate it and enjoy it. And I know this is a fleeting moment. My brain's going to be on to wanting the next thing or telling me I need to get back to work or I need to do this or that. But I let myself just soak it up for a second. Or when we have a moment of maybe feeling so connected to our partner. And our brain might start wanting to go to, oh my gosh, this means something wrong. I should feel like this all the time. Why do I feel like something's missing? And instead, like let yourself just soak up the good moment and just enjoy the experience of being with them and feeling connected and feeling like everything's perfect for just a sec. And then know your brain will go right back to, but I need something else, right? I need more. And the other thing is, being able to not automatically take this chatter in your brain and react to it. That just because your brain's telling you something's wrong, something's missing, da 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 da, doesn't mean we have to hurry and go do something about it. That we can let our brain kind of do its thing and kind of complain and still intentionally choose to be in the moment we're in, be grateful intentionally for our relationship and our life and know yeah okay some things could be better right our brain's always gonna find something that could be better but allowing ourselves to still intentionally choose to be grateful while that chatter still goes on that just because our brain is telling us oh we need to go find someone else so we don't feel the spilling of something missing doesn't mean we have to hurry and go do that that we can still choose to be here. Just because that chatters there doesn't mean you have to react to it. And then the other thing is not just automatically assigning it to your partner, right? That I need him to love me more or be better or um, commit to me or whatever it is. I need us to get engaged. Instead, owning this is me. This is my brain <laughs> looking for what's missing not because of him or her. And then the last thing is not escalating it. So when we have moments of feeling discontent or our brain wanting something different is not making it mean something's gone wrong. Slowing it down and not just jumping to, oh my gosh, this means I'm in the wrong relationship. But acknowledging, oh yeah, this is me being human here. This is part of my human experience where I feel like something's missing. Isn't that fascinating? Like allowing yourself to be fascinated with your brain rather than jumping to judgments about yourself and something's wrong with you or jumping to judgments about the relationship. Having compassion and grace with yourself and just knowing, oh yeah, here's me being human when my brain complains and wants something different. All good. And then letting yourself soak in those moments where the void is quiet and where everything does feel just really good. Whether it's in your relationship or in nature or a moment at work or church, letting yourself really fully appreciate those glimpses of heaven that you get and be all in 
on the human experience of being discontent. I mean, like, yep, this is the human experience. Let's go. All right. So good to see you guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk next week. Bye.